You are listening to the 9 to 5 Outsiders Podcast with me, Usman Diallo, where you can learn tips and ideas on how to overcome the challenges of leaving your job to start your own business journey. If you are all about challenging the status quo and will not settle for average, then you have come to the right podcast. So if you are listening to this podcast right now, chances are you have student loan, credit card, or medical debts. As a matter of fact, for the first time in history, our nation has recognized as a record of $1.5 trillion of student loan debt, leaving millions of Americans struggling to pay off their debt. That is why I've partnered with Mediator Debt Solutions, a company that specializes in helping thousands of people like you acquire financial debt relief by helping them resolve their student loan, credit card, medical, and other forms of unsecured debt. Mediator Debt Solution has helped thousands of people reduce their debt with 40% to 60% saving and become debt-free within two to three years. To learn more about your free consultation, go to www.phpdebtsolutions.com slash sm slash 12729 or click on the link in the episode's description details for your free consultation. What's going on everybody? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of our Facebook Friends Offline. I'm excited about today's episode, man. I got, I got my man here with me. And uh, so today we're gonna talk about college planning. We're gonna talk about some very interesting topics. So uh, if you're watching this on Facebook and you know someone that's struggling with student loan debt, or someone that's trying to go to college debt-free, or they, they want to take student loan, they want to take, uh, they want to learn about scholarships. This is a show that you want to share. You want to make sure that you share this with as many people as possible, so people can have the right information. But I'm excited about today's show because my guest here, he's the college money coach. He's a college money coach, and uh, he's the CEO and founder of Higher Ed Path, which is an organization. And the mission is to change the way we plan, attend, and pay for college. And uh, he, he really wants to help people understand how to navigate through the, through the whole college process. You know, how do you minimize your, your expenses while you're in college so you don't have to take so much debt to, uh, to, to, to graduate. So I'm excited about the show, so please help me welcome in my guests. The college money coach. How you doing? Ronnie, Ronnie Washington. How you doing, man, Ronnie? I'm doing well, man. Thank you for having me. And y'all, excuse me for looking down on my phone. I am actually trying to share this on, on my page and some other pages so Absolutely. we can uh, get this information out to as many people as possible um, to help people get on the right track when it comes to this college thing. All right. Um, so if you're watching live right now, please share, share, share the video. We, we want to make sure that we spread the words. Uh, you know, I think well, today in America, we got $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. I mean, this is a big issue that we're facing as a country. 44 millions of Americans are struggling with student loan debt, and people are looking for a solution on how to go to college without taking all of this debt. So, to share the video with someone that you know who can benefit from this information. If it's for yourself, share it. If you're watching live, 
share it. If you're watching on the replay, make sure you hit replay. But you want to make sure that you share it so so many people can 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 uh, have access to that information. So uh, without further ado, we're just gonna go ahead and get started. I'm so glad to be here, man. Absolutely. I know we uh, connected a while back. It's good to be here in person. Uh, KDB definitely giving some valuable information out to the, the community. So I'm just happy to be a guest, man. Absolutely. I'm glad to have you. So I want to go ahead and uh, get right into it, Ronnie. So tell tell us a little bit about your, your background, where you're from, where you where, where'd you grew up. All right. Well, um, I actually come from a military family. I was born in San Diego. But I was only there until I was about three years old, and then uh, I've been I've been in Austin ever since. So I, I grew up from, I grew up in Austin. Um, uh, grew up in South Austin. Graduated from from Bowie High School, and uh, yeah, it was an interesting time. It's it's weird that I'm in a college space because I actually flunked out of college three times. You did before when I, wow. when, I when I first started going to college, uh -huh. and um, that's and, and so I always try to tell parents that you know if if their child is uh, passionate about something that that they don't necessarily agree with as a career path or a career choice, and they want and they're interested in going to college, then uh, you might want to consider just letting them do that anyway. Because what what happened was, you know, um, I was going to college. I wasn't college ready. I wasn't really interested in college. But you know, you know how, and it's not a, it's not a bad thing. But you know how some families are. It's, it's a college culture. You're gonna go to college and you're majoring in something that's gonna get you a good job, and it, and, and um, I, I just wasn't successful because my mind wasn't focused on that. But what happened was um, later on down the road, I actually decided to go back to college for something that, that I personally was passionate about um, for, for my own personal reasons. And when I did that, I was able to excel and exceed. And actually, I, after I got that degree. I continued on and got a bachelor's degree in, in, a, in a totally different uh, major as well. So I ultimately graduated from Texas State University with a bachelor's degree in sociology. And uh, you know, God had a plan for me. I ended up I ended up working at a college, and then I, I fell in love with helping students achieve their goals and their dreams uh, through education okay. as well. So that's that's a little bit about my background and, and, and how I got into the education world. Okay, and uh, so so you got involved in, and you say so you didn't want to go to college at first, or you no, weren't not, interested. Not at first. Not at first. Not <laughs> at first. You kind of just, yeah. and then you got into it, and then you started working at ACC, right? Also yes. Community College. Yeah. And you started. So what was the thing that really you know, made you want to help a lot of students? What was the trend that you kept seeing that say that made you say, hey, you know what? I want to go out there and help students navigate to the whole college process because it's a complicated process for some people yeah mm -hmm. so uh, let me back up a little bit when I first started working with ACC it was uh, with this organization called men of distinction and the the goal of that program was to recruit and retain african-american males in into ACC um, so we were getting traditional high school students coming out of high school but we were also like on the block. We were getting people off of 12th Jacan. We were getting people out of halfway houses. We were getting people out of barber shops, uh, gyms, wow, every, everywhere. And All these places. Yeah. And so we, we were getting we were getting brothers to school that they never even imagined themselves going, you know, being in college. Mm -hmm. And um, and the the way that I saw the college experience it, it empower those young men and help them uh, get their reach their goals in life. 
uh, I, I instantly fell in love with 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 the, the field of higher education. So fast forward 11 years later, I was with ACC for 11 years, and over that time frame, uh, when it, specifically when it comes to how people do college, how they plan out their path, and especially how they pay for college, uh, I, I just started noticing people making the same mistakes over and over and over again. And as you mentioned earlier, we have a student debt crisis in this in this country. And for a bachelor's degree, the average student graduates with about $30,000 worth of student loan debt. Um, and, and, and so there's specific things people can do to avoid that. A lot of this student loan debt is, is, is unnecessary. So uh, about three years ago, we I, I started Higher Ed Path basically to work with families to help them plan out their college path uh, with a focus on minimizing student loan debt and lowering college expenses and uh, most importantly winning more scholarships so that you know if, if college is in somebody's plan we can show them how to do it with, with little to no debt and in that way when they come out on the other side mm -hmm. they can get the maximum return on their investment and then start using their higher income hopefully to, to start building wealth that's that's really good. I mean, I love the fact that you know you because this is a cause. This is a big problem. Like we talk about, forty-four millions of people in America today, you know, are struggling with paying paying off the student loan debt. Now, a lot of people are there is, there is this big discussion. Like some people are saying, you know, college might not be for everybody, or college is not worth it because back in the days, you know, they used to tell our parents, you go to school, you graduate, you get out, and you get a good yeah. job, which is true. 30 years ago, because 30 yeah. years ago, life was not as, as expensive as it, as it is now. Mm -hmm. There was no, I mean, student loan debt was not as as bad as yeah. it is now. So yeah. people could go to school, graduate, and live a good life. But life is different. Life is more yeah. expensive than ever than before. Yeah. And on top of that, people are getting into more and more debt to go to college. So in your opinion, right, mm -hmm. is college worth it? Or if someone wants to go to college, what are some of the things that they need to consider? Well, one of the most important things that you said was that it's, it's not this cookie-cutter set path anymore. Mm -hmm. So, like you said, the path used to be go to graduate high school, go to college, graduate college, and, and, and get a good job. Mm -hmm. And today, the, there, there's many different paths, okay? And so when you ask, is college worth it, it's, it's, it, it's, not, it's not a yes or no answer. Mm -hmm. It's a case-by-case -case answer. College can be worth it depending on what your goals are, mm. uh, what your child's goals are, and also how you plan to pay for it. You know, if you, if you can get through college and not come out with the debt, then, you know, college yeah. fee was way more worth it than if you came out with $50,000 yeah. in debt. You know? If you have a scholarship or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, um, one, um, college is still relevant because um, about two-thirds of American jobs require some type of higher education, but, but beyond high school. And so that could be anything from certificates, associate's degrees, mm -hmm. graduate degrees, bachelor's, whatever the case may be. But two-thirds of American jobs will require, so depending on what industry you want to go into, depending on what type of job you want to have, then college may be a necessary path. But, but college is just a path, it's, it's, not, it's not the path, it's not the only path. There's lots of different paths, there's lots of ways to make money in this country. So 
uh, you really have to look at what your ultimate goal is to, to answer that question. Is, is college worth it or not? Okay. So, uh, Ronnie, some of the viewers uh, right now, some of the people that tune into the KDB Nation platform are people that they want to know more, they want to do more, they want to mm -hmm. become more, and maybe they, you know, they, they might not necessarily want to go to college. They want to uh, get choose a different path, right? Maybe they want to be an entrepreneur. They want to have a business. What would you say to someone like this who's, because I meet a lot of people that say, man, I don't know what to do with my life. I'm just going to go to college. Do you think yeah. that that's, that's the right approach to, to choose? And, and they end up going, they take a lot of student loan debt. They don't understand how it works. Mm -hmm. They get into debt. They get out of school, college. They graduate. And they don't even like what yeah. they studied. You know? yeah. So what would you say to someone who's kind of confused about what they want to do in their life? They're looking for direction, but mm -hmm. they don't really know where to go. All right, so that? I would tell that person that, that, that you know, depending on where they're in their life, like what age they are, if they're just coming out of high school, one thing that I would probably recommend to that person is if 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 you don't know what you want to do, then number one, you can take your time. You don't have to go off to college right away. College is the college option will always be there. So if you want to take some time to uh, work a little bit, or you want to take some time to travel, or you want to take some time to start a business or whatever it is, then, yeah, then, then go ahead and do that. And especially if you're, you know, you're young, you don't have like family and kids and a mortgage and all that kind of stuff yet, mm -hmm. you, you, you can definitely do that. Um, if, if you want to, for the ones that say, I don't know what I'm gonna do, I'm just, I'm just gonna go to college, and you're not sure what you wanna do, then I'll recommend uh, doing it cheaply and slowly. Oh, how <laughs> so, would you do that? Mm -hmm. So if, if I was a student, if, if I was somebody that, that was considering college as a possibility, but I had no idea what I wanted to do, I would go to a community college. That's and that's, that's I would go to a community college. I wouldn't take any loans to pay for classes, uh, pay out of pocket, or either uh, apply, for, apply for the FAFSA and get, get a Pell Grant. Mm -hmm. It could be you know two classes per semester or whatever the case may be. But I would just just do it cheaply and, and slowly without going into debt, and just kind of like get your feet wet with a, with a couple of classes here and there, and to, to hopefully hopefully it may help to lead you to find where your where your interests are. To get all the like the prerequisite, like mm -hmm. at the community college, find mm -hmm. out about maybe the school you want to transfer to before you transfer. Yeah, not, and not even just the prerequisites. You can you'll find that at a community college, there's all types of courses. So. The, the the pre the core the core curriculum you know it has stuff like English math history science all that kind of stuff you you can you can start collecting those classes if you want to in preparation for transferring but if not you can take classes that you feel like you may be interested in like they have small business management classes they have financial literacy courses they have uh, marketing classes they have uh, um, <laughs> they have all kinds of stuff jewelry making classes. At community colleges, so I would just go wherever you're at. I'll just look up the local community college, see what they have to offer, and you know, just choose something you might be interested in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So your organization, uh, Higher Ed Path, right, is helping people. You know, is it is it uh, here in Austin, in Texas, across the country? Like, mm -hmm. how can people learn about you know? Because I know you have a you have an ebook, mm -hmm. right? That, yeah that people can have access to for free, right? So talk yes. a little bit about, you know, how can people start using some of the information in your, and like, like I said, if you are 
planning on going to college right now and you have no idea where to start, you should definitely check the ebook. Tell us a little yeah. bit about the ebook. So, so the ebook is called Getting Started with Financial Aid and Scholarships. And if you want to uh, find out more information about that or download it, you can go to collegemoneystart.com. I'll say that again, it's collegemoneystart.com. You can just download the ebook. And it is a way to, you know, whether you're brand new to the financial aid and scholarship process or, you know, you've already been working the process a little bit, it's, it's a way to kind of get you on the right path and give you some tips and some strategies on how to um, do, it, do it correctly and in a way that will help you maximize the amount of money you're able to receive. Okay. What about someone who is already graduating from college and has student loan debt? Is it something that you, you have or is, are you working only with people that are in the process of going to college? So, so if you already graduated with student loan debt, I'm, I'm praying for you. No, <laughs> no a, lot of, a lot of us were in that situation and still in that situation. But in, in regards to uh, what, what I do with Higher Ed Path, we, we, we only work with uh, students that are going through the college process or are, are about to go through the college process. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, this, is, this isn't a plug for, for, for this person or this brand or anything, mm -hmm. but if you already have not only student loan debt, but just like debt period mm -hmm. that you want to get rid of, I would just recommend doing the Dave Ramsey program because his program has a way to uh, get you out of the debt really, really fast. You know, if, if you if you follow his, his his methods, so yeah, we don't have any services in place right now that to help students that are already already in debt. Oh, but okay. for students coming, you know, middle school students, high school students, and college students, we we definitely want to um, work with families and their parents even to help them avoid the student loan debt before they even get into that situation. Okay, okay, yeah. that's, that's that's good to know. It's good to know that you know there's something out there to yeah. help. You know, students navigating through it because, like I said, it's a very complicated process, not easy to understand. So, mm -hmm. a lot of people are talking about. I think I heard something about the the student loan for something about the student loan forgiveness, right? Congress will approve something about the. Uh, do you know anything about that? So they we talking. I think it says a uh, student loan would approve. They would approve the student loan forgive, forgiveness bill, and it's something that they're working on. Don't really know much about it, but I wanted to know if you've heard anything about that or. Yeah, student loan forgiveness, uh, when it comes to politicians, is a very <laughs> confusing thing. A lot of a lot of it is 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 just been talk. There's a lot of uh, presidential candidates that they have that as a major part of their platform, and if you look at each one of their plans, their their student forgiveness uh, plans, they they differ slightly. So it just it just all depends. Some of them have. A, a threshold so if you have uh, you know if you make this much amount of money mm -hmm. per year you have X amount of student loan debt then this is what percentage of your student loan debt will forgive um, so we'll just have to see when what what, what comes out of that mm -hmm. um, there were already some student loan debt forgiveness programs already in the works and basically it just it depends on it depends on where you work like if you work at uh, for example um, a, a school or some some type some type of government entity where it's you're serving like, serving like lower income or, mm -hmm. or high risk students or something like that, then if you work there for ten years and you made your minimum student loan payments for ten years, then you could apply for the rest of the student loan to, to be forgiven. Mm -hmm. um, there's all kind of student loan forgiveness. So, so for 
some of y'all may remember when Obama and during the Obama administration they were cracking down on a lot of those for those for profit schools, mm -hmm. a lot of some of those trade schools and, and proprietary schools for foul practices and misleading practices. Uh, I think I heard of something like that. Yeah, before. some of those, a lot of those students were able to apply to to have those student loan debts forgiven as well. Mm -hmm. But with this current administration in, they're 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 kind of slowing that down. They're not doing that. They're hardly even doing that anymore. So, okay. but um, yeah, if if, the, if student loan debt forgiveness is important to you, then I'll just uh, re research the candidates that are going to be running for president because they're mainly going to be the ones really pushing these policies to get passed mm -hmm. through Congress. Yeah, because my, my wife uh, my wife is a teacher. Mm -hmm. She's been a teacher for over a decade. And, I mean, she she went to school. She got her degrees. $90,000 of student loan debt mm -hmm. you know, because she got a bachelor and a master's yeah, degree. Yeah. So. But uh, she uh, she was telling me about some student loan forgiveness program she was able to get into. I mean, mm -hmm. they weren't able to reduce everything, but mm -hmm. at least I think because she's a teacher, they have a special type of discount or program for her. Things like that. So, what are some of the mistakes? The biggest mistake that you you see with people mm -hmm. applying for either scholarships, student loans, or applying for college. Some of the tips and, and, and ideas that you can recommend to some people listening to right now that they can start doing to uh, minimize their their college debt, or college expenses, anything mm -hmm. of that nature. Oh uh, well, well, the first thing is I would say is is timing. A lot of people that end up paying a lot of money or, or taking out a lot of student loans that some of it has to do with they they started the process too late mm -hmm. you know I mean they, pro they started the process before the deadline but it, they, they should have started you know a lot of times six to twelve months before that they act before six to twelve months before yeah wow. yeah so so basically I'll, I'll give you one example um, if, if your child is a graduating senior, uh, by, by the time their senior year starts, you should already have a list of quality scholarships to start applying for as early as you know mm -hmm. August and September. Mm -hmm. So so if, so if it's, so for right now, if you're going to be starting college in August of 2020, your scholarship application should already be started uh, being submitted now for scholarships to have the deadlines in September, October, November, and December. <clears throat> so a lot of times we see families that will wait till like the end of December or January Why do people to wait? start the process because, because, because in their mind, school doesn't start until August. I'm several months ahead of that. So, just so I'm, I'm like, of education. I'm, yeah, so, so I'm good. So they think they're good. Just available after January, quite a few. But by that time, um, you've already missed the whole lot, and if you and you still have to prep your you have to you still have to prep prepare all the elements of your your scholarship application. So you have to do your essay, your resume, your activity sheet, mm -hmm. your letters of recommendation, all that kind of stuff. You already want to have those finished and um, and on point. But by the time you even start applying for for scholarships. So the earlier you start, mm -hmm. the, the better. So timing, um, another thing that comes into play is the, the FAFSA. So for, so for the, the college school year starting August of 2020, the FAFSA already opened for that on, August, on October 1st. Mm -hmm. And so some aid works on a first come first serve basis. So um, you need, even if you're not 
even if you're not certain of which schools you're going to apply to, you can still fill out that FAFSA as early as August, October 1st. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, so timing is one, is one thing that we see. Timing is the biggest yeah. thing. What about, because uh, I also heard, I think it was actually in one of your, your, your interviews mm -hmm. where you talked about how students in high school can already start taking college courses. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, so they can be prepared before they even go to college. So basically they can get a, uh, an associate degree before they even graduate yeah. from high school. Yeah, so um, some high schools have arrangements with colleges and universities in their area. So for example, in some the, so, the school districts in the Austin area, some high schools have partnerships uh, with colleges where they can do dual credit programs and early college high school programs. So with dual credit program, there's a handful of classes, I think it's about like 12 or 13 classes that your student can, college classes that they can do while they're in high school and that, that you don't have to pay for. Uh, so that, that's- that's it's, a, it's free? Mm -hmm. Oh wow. So that's a significant amount of college credits that can be already completed. Um, wow. that, and that's, and that, that'll, that'll save you some money right there. And what kind of classes are we talking about? Like, Mostly like general ed classes. Like writing or things like that? Yeah, like English, um, history, government, maybe math, the, you know, the, 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 those kind. Every school will have an approved list of courses that, that you can do with that program. Okay. But mostly it's, it's, it's like the core curriculum. So, and so. Uh, the early college high school is actually um, a more in-depth program to where your student is working on their associate's degree the same time they're finishing up their high school, their, their, their oh, high school. Awesome. So when they graduate from high school, they actually graduate with an associate's degree as well. That is, that is absolutely yeah. awesome. That is great. And I hope, you know, lots of people can just uh, take advantage of those, those, uh, those, that type of information because that can help a lot of people. If you can graduate from high school with all of those classes, I mean, then it, it might be possible to, grad, to uh, go to college without debt. You yeah. know, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. So also, uh, I heard about uh, it was in the, in, the, in the news somewhere. It says all University of Texas in state students with families that make less than fifty thousand mm -hmm. dollars per year will be given some stuff, some type of scholarship yeah. by twenty beginning of twenty twenty. Is it true or is, was it? <laughs> uh, it? It's it's true. I, I there's still the details are still. Um, I'm still researching the details of it, mm -hmm. but basically there is a trend going on around the country, and there's a handful. U UT is the only one that isn't the only one that has made that type of announcement. There's a handful of other universities that have made that announcement too. Um, so I, I, I hope this is a movement that continues and, and catches on. That would be great. Um, but it's definitely worth looking into. I mean, you, you still have to get accepted and everything like that, but if you're under a certain income level or your parents are under a certain income level, apparently they're going to have, have full rides. Mm -hmm. And they got that. I'm, I'm still researching it, but because mm -hmm. at first I was like, okay, I, where did the money come from? And it, it came from. And is um, it $65,000 combined, uh, husband and wife? I think, you know? Yeah, I think it's combined. combined. I think it's combined. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, because my, my son is in, uh, he's a sophomore in high school right now, mm -hmm. and uh, he's, I mean, he's a good student. Yeah. You know, so far, he's been a really yeah. good student, and he wants to meet, he wants to be uh, an engineer, he wants to go to MIT, that's always been his thing. Nice. So when I heard about it, I was like, man, maybe 
Not not that, but for UT. The, the fact that he can just start taking courses already to get his associate. Maybe that's something yeah. that you know, you know. Hope maybe I can have you talk to him. I don't know if it's something that he's looked into, but you know, yeah. that's 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 good information. And just FYI, the um, the the counselors at the high schools that would be the person to talk to about the dual credit in the early college high school programs. So you can reach out to the the, the, the counselors at, at your child's high school. And it's called dual credit. Mm -hmm. D U. How do you how do you spell it? D U A L. Oh, dual credit. Oh, mm -hmm. dual credit. Okay. Um, what about the um, what's it what's it do? Uh, teacher assistant program, or PTA, or whatever it's called. Teacher. Parent teacher association. Yeah, parent teacher association. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about it? So is there something <laughs> also that 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 can help? With the with the students or um, I was just doing random research no, and, I, no, and I read something about that so I wanted to bring it up. Um, I don't know if they have a financial assistance or like a like where you can save money with college. I would have to do some research on that. But PTA is pretty much kind of like a, the the organization for parents to um, make sure that their voice is heard in you know the policy making and the uh, the the. The ins and outs of what's going on in their child's school, making making sure that they that they are present in holding the leadership of those schools uh, accountable. So okay. that's that's pretty much. So what it doesn't really affect too much of this. I mean, it's not I mean, it's it's a good organization. I'm pretty sure a lot of PTA programs they do stuff to help parents out. So they they provide resources. They bring in guest speakers, or they you know they they connect uh, people with resources that that will help them. With college-related things, but that's that's not that's not what they one of their main functions just to to do that. But they do they are good at connecting people with resources and information that can help. Okay, that's yeah. Good. I mean, <coughs> lots lots and lots of really good information. Now, yeah. I want to I want to switch gear for a little bit, right? All right, let's talk about gears. we talk about the college experience. We talk about everything. Now, what about someone who wants to be an entrepreneur, someone who wants to start a business, right? Mm -hmm. And say, hey, uh, I've always sold things. I'm good at selling. I'm, I'm good at talking to people. I want to I start a business, you know, yeah. but I, I want to go to school to take a business degree. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? Uh, um, okay, let me think about that question. Because mm -hmm. you don't need a business degree to become an entrepreneur. Okay. Um, but so it, it just depends on if, if they already have a business idea or not. One of the things that I would do is I would find a business mentor. So whether that's through uh, SCORE, there's an organization where you can, um, they, they formally set up aspiring entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs with seasoned business owners as a mentorship, or if you can find a business mentor you know, on your own, somebody you know in your family or your, your network, uh, I, I would definitely find uh, at least one business mentor. Mm -hmm. And then if it was me personally, I would you know, look, look at the areas that, the skills that I need to build up and maybe try to take classes in those areas. Like for example, they have um, specific business classes that, 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 that really don't go towards a degree but you know they can help you in your business. So they have business financing classes. They have classes on how to raise capital for for your business. They have uh, you know marketing and, and sales classes. Do they have any social media classes? Yeah, they're social media classes awesome. as, as well. Mm -hmm. 
So you may want to kind of like pick and choose specific classes that you know would, would, would help you in your business. Um, but, you know, if you're, if you're gonna go the business degree route, like for a bachelor's degree, then just know you're gonna be taking, you'll probably end up taking a lot of classes you're not interested in, like, you know, history and psychology mm -hmm. and biology and all that, you know, which, which isn't a bad thing, but I'm, I'm just saying, if, you're, if your goal is to be an entrepreneur, you don't necessarily need a bachelor's degree to do that. You can kind of pick and choose some classes that, that are gonna build you up in the areas you need to be a successful entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for, for you right now, what's what's the next step? Because I know, you know, you've been in education for about 10 years, mm -hmm. and now you decided to start your company, Higher Ed Path, to help mm -hmm. a lot of people. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, what's, what's an advice you would give someone that's maybe watching or listening right now and say, hey, uh, I want to I want to start a business, but I'm still working at my job, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I still need to make money for my job. How how what are some of the things that I can do so I can start transitioning from from my from my job to to start my part time business and go full time into my business? What yes. are some of the tips uh, that you give to someone that has those type of questions? That's 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 an excellent question. Mm -hmm. um, one tip one tip that I would give somebody is to. Just go ahead and start your business. I mean, keep your job, but start your business. A lot of times we get caught up in the, the planning phase and the brainstorming phase and the research phase, and we kind of want to get stuff perfect before we you know, launch our business or whatever the case may be. But I would say, you know, get, get that minimum, minimum viable product or get your structure in place, whatever the business structure was, is gonna be, LLC or whatever the case may be. Uh, plan out something that you can take to the market and just start your business because what you're going to find is is, is is not going to be perfect you're not going to get it perfect it's never going to be perfect as a matter of fact but as once you get started there's so many there's so much things you're going to learn over the process that is, is going to fine-tune and start to perfect your business uh as you go but it, that doesn't start to happen until, until you start because you, you don't know what the market wants from you or you don't know exactly how to speak to the market, exactly how to serve the market and meet their needs until you put yourself out in the market and the market will tell you to will, will tell you how they want to be served. Uh, so that, that'll be my first thing, just just go ahead and get started instead of waiting trying to perfect it. Yeah. yeah. And then secondly, uh, I would say, you know, work on building up slowly in your in your downtime or your free time. So after work, you know, late late nights, weekends, whenever you have time, continue building it slowly until, until you until things uh, get to the point where it can, it can kind of stand on its own. It's mature enough to stand on to stand on its own. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. that's a great 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 point. I like the fact that you mentioned that. You know, just start. Don't wait until it's perfect. Man, when I started the KDB Nation, the videos, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> you know, when I started my, my business in financial services, PHP, I was like, I don't want to, I don't know what I'm doing, but I knew that, hey, if I just start and keep keep mm -hmm. going, eventually I'm gonna learn the mistakes. I'm gonna like, okay, I should have done, I shouldn't have done this, I shouldn't have done yeah. that. Because sometimes I used yeah. to think, okay, I need to know everything before I start. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I think that's the biggest mistake. So what are some of the challenges, right? Because when we talk about starting a business, entrepreneurship, it's not an easy thing. Oh, no. I mean, it's, it's not easy at all. It's, it's, it sounds like it's the sexy thing everybody talks about on, on um, social media, but there's a lot of adversities. There's a lot of challenges. What are some of the challenges that you face yourself or some of the challenges mm -hmm. that, you know, you know some of the people listening to right now will face yeah. And you want to help them overcome those challenges. So, ca capital, <laughs> money is definitely a challenge. If you're bootstrapping it, I mean, there's going to be some things that you want to do uh, in regards to marketing or, you know, invest, just investing in different parts of your business that you're not going to be able to do yet. You're going to have to hold off. You have to find other ways to get those things done in, in, until, until your revenue or your you have the capital to, to do that, so that can be that can be kind of frustrating. It's definitely a hurdle. Um, I would say your your time management. So definitely, if you're starting out, like if you already if you work a full time job and you're starting your business on the side, that's going to be a hurdle. Just the, the time management piece, because you may have to work on your business when you are tired and exhausted after a long day of work, and then you know with being with the family and kids and stuff. But you still have to find that time yeah. to uh, put, put towards your business. Mm -hmm. You can't be distracted by Facebook or binging any mm -hmm. any any TV episodes yeah. or playing video games or anything like that. So time management uh, with that limited time that's 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 definitely a hurdle. And then uh, there's a lot I can go through, but I'll I'll, I'll just set, talk about one more. Just um, per, uh, commitment to persist. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times when you're starting your business, there's going to be countless number of times mm -hmm. where you you're gonna you're, you're gonna be at your wit's end. You're gonna want to quit. You're gonna want to give up. You're gonna be frustrated because it's not Absolutely. going as you as you planned, or it's not mm -hmm. moving fast enough. But if it's if it's something that you're passionate about, or even if it's something that you know that that God put in your spirit, if you know it's something that uh, can can serve people can serve people and provide a solution to what they need um, then you, you just have you just have to push through mm -hmm. and, and keep going because it's not easy if it was easy easy everybody, everybody would do, do it. it you know so point. What, what are some things that you you wish you have done different like some something that you know now but you didn't know back then and you wish you have, you would have done it differently for you um, entrepreneur wise, mm -hmm. entrepreneurship wise, as far as starting a business, your your your, your company. Um, if, if I if I could go back, I mm -hmm. I probably I probably would have saved up more money to invest in my business. Um, when, when I started at the, the so I started hiring at Path about three years ago. So uh, it's so I, I I would say from from the job that I was working, I would have put back more money specifically to start up my business mm -hmm. you know um, that's that's probably one of the things that I, I, I would have done differently uh, other than that I starting sooner mm -hmm. uh, but yeah I, I can't really think of anything else okay <laughs> cool cool good, good yeah. point man good point man I appreciate your time man thank you very much for mm -hmm. I mean I hope hope you guys got a lot of value out of this this episode I mean like I mentioned earlier, if you are, are planning of going to college or you have children, your, your child wants to go to college and you want to learn more about how to navigate through the college process, make sure you, you check out you know, Ronnie Washington 
and uh, higher ed path, right? And where can higher people path. find you on social media? Um, the the business page, Facebook, higher ed path, mm-hmm. and uh, Twitter is higher ed path as well. You can find me, Ronnie Washington, on on Facebook. And uh, I I just wanted to say we do free consultations as well. Uh, you you can sign up for that at higheredpath.com, mm-hmm. and also the free ebook, getting started with with financial aid and scholarships. Uh, collegemoneystart.com and essentially what we do is, is we'll help you create a customized college plan with the focus on minimizing student loan debts based on your, your goals and your budget and also what we'll help you do is we'll help you track down um, quality scholarships and we'll help you create your application in a way that it stands out from the crowd so you can compete well and, and maximize your chances at winning more scholarships so if you want us to come out to churches, organizations, to, to speak, do trainings or collaborations, we're open today as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're helping a lot in the community. All right. Yeah. All right. So there you have it, guys. So hope you've enjoyed this episode. And uh, thank you so much for watching. Ronnie, thank you for being here, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate your time. And uh, uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, and uh, just like usual, thank you for listening to the 95 Outsider Podcast. And if, you've en- if you enjoyed this episode, right, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if it's your first time, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review on uh, any platform you're listening to, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever podcast you listen to. And um, let us know, you know, what, it, what you think about the show. And if you like it, follow me on social media. I'm, in, I'm on Instagram, Twitter. You can find me at Usman Diallo TX. And um, yeah, glad to have you on the show today. And I will see you on the next episode. And remember, if you know more and you do more, you can become more.